Right. R- ready? Voice. So Hello. Ready. Oh, now you've tripped the honey. <laughs> You had one job to keep your mouth quiet. <laughs> it was kind of intentional, I'm not gonna lie. Hello and welcome to We Can't Rewind, We've Gone Too Far, a podcast where a Scots fan, an Irish man, and a Bulgarian discuss the worst, silliest, and weirdest as fuck music videos. Hello, I'm Neil. Hi, I'm Neil. Hi, I'm David. Do you believe I'm lying down? Well, uh, not really, no, actually. Are you actually, are you actually lying down? Well, I'm sitting on the bed, I'm half reclined. Just the microphone suspended above your head. It's, it's actually really, really precariously just balancing. It's, okay, you know the way uh, cheap mic stands are really like, well, they're not well balanced unless there's a sandbag on them. Yes. Well, this one here, it's it's balanced just enough, and if I move it, it will fall on me. So I'm trying not <laughs> to touch it, but it's 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 within about six inches to me, so. It's good to have an air of danger in your podcasting. Well, it keeps me sharp. <laughs> the time for 80s prog rock has finally arrived. We're breaking our rock opera virginity with Mr. Roboto by sticks. Trust us, no one is less happy about this than us. Especially me. Mostly, but not entirely, because the song is neither prog nor rock, and the video is just, well, I guess this is what we're discussing today. You're wondering who I am. Secret, secret, I've got a secret. Machine or mannequin. Secret, secret, I've got a secret. With parts made in Japan. Secret, secret, I've got a secret. I am the modern man. The video itself is directed by Brian Gibson. The history of the song is definitely there. It was the opening single of Stick's rock opera album, Kilroy Was Here, which itself is named after a famous World War II era graffiti tag. The album is partially a mockery of the fundamental Christian groups who led the quote-unquote anti-rock crusades. I am not sure Stick's would be my first choice for, uh, for mocking anyone in the wo- rock world, but here we are. Watch his Stick's take doing the robot to its natural conclusion by dressing up as actual robots, join our hero, blonde guy and singer guy in a dis- Topic Blade Runner-esque prison break slash rock opera performance. As it turns out, I've only discovered this after writing the intro of The Blonde Guy. His character name is Johnny Chance, and he's played by the guitarist Tommy Shaw. Uh, and the singer guy is Kilroy. Kilroy himself, played by the keyboardist Dennis DeYoung. So, that's the thing. This video made my fucking head hurt. Um, there's kind of a story running through this, which is the video <laughs> opens with Johnny Chance, The Blonde Guy, Walking into what turns out, according to the Wikipedia, uh, to be the museum. Museum of bad taste. It's the rock rock museum. It was the rock museum, yeah. apparently. Because basically, I spent half an hour trying to figure out what the fuck was going on in this video, and only really learned all this through the Wikipedia afterwards. After putting my head through a fucking brick wall, <laughs> uh, so he goes into the rock rock museum, and there's robots kicking about and then there's a prison break where it seems to be humans imprisoned by robots and i think the keyboardist gets out with the help of a robot or is it a robot or is it the singer dressed up as a robot part of what confused me is uh, there's a line my heart is human my blood is boiling my brain ibm (laughs) which made me think which made which one is a good, you know, good lyric, I guess, but yeah. uh, but which made me think, oh, is the guy cyborg? Yeah, with his parts made in Japan. Things about that. So, so I, that made me think he, he might be a cyborg. But judging by the video, he's just dressed up as a robot. So let's just ignore that lyric. Basically, he seems to be breaking in, saving the blonde guy, and then they go back to the rock museum for some reason. Mm. 
and these things in a robot's ear. I, I didn't really understand the rock museum because I mean it didn't really establish it. It just I didn't I didn't pick it up. It doesn't look like a rock museum. Oh, like a museum to begin with. I noticed Elvis, and did, did you notice Elvis? I mean, if he's meant to be like a statue, he's like he's moving his leg really, really frantically at the very beginning. Oh yeah, that's like right at the beginning of the background. I don't know. Maybe there's a there's a, there's a hidden thing that we're not privy to because we don't know. Well, I don't know sticks. This is the problem. I think Nelly. I think you were saying the album is meant to be like a concept album or something like that, mm. and none of us could be bothered listening to the whole album for the sake of the podcast. So yeah, because it's sticks why would i ever want to listen to a whole album by fucking sticks honestly like i love this podcast but no <laughs> you do anything for love but i'm not gonna do that i just kind of appreciate the fact that they all kind of look like well no i was going to say proto daft punk but probably daft punk looked at them they were like we can do this but better they, they kind of look like a daft punk as designed by racists from the 50s yeah we're gonna get to the racism as far, well, as far as i can tell the only reason the robots look like that is because of the line parts made in Japan. It's the only connection I can find. I mean, the whole song is fucking racist mess. Is it? Well, I mean, probably not intentionally. Oh, well, yeah, oh, well, yeah I suppose he has a, he's going Mr. Roboto, Don't worry, uh, Dom, not, yeah. Sure. Which is like a pop culture reference in its own now. Maybe they just really appreciate Japanese culture? It's possible. It's possible that the whole, <laughs> like... To be honest, in the 80s, there was prob- probably in the 70s, to be honest, there was, there was a bit of an Asian fetishization. It's a difficult word to say. <laughs> As there's a bunch of songs that talk about Japan and, like, you know, talking Japanese, big in Japan. Th- there was clearly something going on in there. I don't know why in the 80s. It was like Japan establishing in the 80s, very hardcore as a industrial power or something remember the line in um back to the future what was the name of the doctor from back to the future i won't say brown but that's not brown yes. yeah doc yes. brown doc brown yeah yeah doc brown goes uh he's pulling apart the car or something like that uh, or he's pulling something apart and he goes huh, look it's made in japan and then mario mcfly goes all the best stuff's made in japan i don't know whether the idea was touching with like oh japan japan made good technology or whatever and let's think about them yeah. Like, well, that was touching point because they do talk about, like, obviously, like, with parts made in Japan uh, and the whole, like, um, Asian vibe and the design of the robots themselves. Was that the actual starting point of the whole song? And it's just kind of spiraled into this a sort of mildly racist butterfly effect. <laughs> <laughs> don't know actually who the production designer of the whole thing was but the design of the robots looks a bit like secondhand cyber cybermen uh, yeah they do look so i did actually i read somewhere who the designer was once oh you actually did research nice <laughs> well i looked at the wikipedia while you're looking at this i'm going to mute myself and uh, check something with Scott. or maybe i imagined reading it Dave, there's no such thing as wikipedia oh that's disappointing where did i get all my knowledge from in the 80s was Japan starting to become like a non freeze technology and kicking off again, or did it happen earlier? Oh, it was like the 80s, yeah. It was mostly the 80s. Like they started in the 70s, but they didn't get it, wasn't like the like well known worldwide until like the 80s, really. Oh, I found it. I'll wait till Nelly's back from her top secret mission. Perfect time to fix my mic. Did it fall in your face? It's very slowly falling and I don't notice it, but it just, it's sort of just is on top of me. <laughs> it's just slowly <laughs> looming over you. Podcast faster. It was basically Sony, Panasonic, those kind of companies just like start coming out with like home video cameras, VHS, Betamax. It was basically the digital revolution in a way, like everything going from like 
big clunky 70s analog stuff to like magnetic tape and then into cds and stuff like that in the 90s but it was like like that tape revolution was kind of like from can scott hear us of course scott has a brilliant answer to this and then you had the game consoles as well um like nintendo in the late 80s, in the mid to late 80s as well like you had all that arcades oh she's muted again. was that the we know meant to hear that <laughs> Scott from Japanese Historical Impact Corner Getting insider information That's really good as well Dude I want to hear more Sorry yeah I was checking with Scott from J- Japanese Corner um, <laughs> So weird Did you hear the whole thing? Because I muted myself No the, Only heard a little bit But it sounded, sounded interesting I don't know like, It probably makes sense within the song Maybe yeah. it's not as racist as we thought it was But just a bit insensitive Yeah yeah It obviously wasn't intended to be racist, however, it's just that caricature like images like that were obviously a lot more acceptable back then than they are now. Should we call it a love song towards the Japanese technology? Uh, sure. <laughs> okay, I'm calling it this. of the robots uh, I found the designer uh, the robots were designed by Stan Wilson who also worked on Jurassic Park according to Wikipedia uh, Stan Wilson who had become well known for his work on Jurassic Park designed the robot costume and mask which are displayed prominently on the cover of the album Kilroy was here did he make the dinosaurs well the dinosaurs were real so he must have just designed the, the cars <laughs> <laughs> the general look of the thing the thing, the video, all feeds into the fact that I watched Blade Runner last night, which is a happy coincidence. But uh, it does kind of have a bit of a a pound shot Blade Runner looked at. Mm. Mm. Like there's even there's even a shot uh, where I think he's escaping the prison or something, mm. uh, and there's a, a sort of Blade Runnery flying car sort of mm. with a searchlight on him. Yeah, no, I get what you mean, but I think it, it does look kind of cool considering that obviously the the music videos would have a lot less budget than a proper film. Does this look good though? Does it? It looks okay. It looks okay. I hate the colors, as in like lack thereof. Everything is blue and gray and black. What were they looking for? Um, the saturated monochrome. Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, shots fired. Well, I mean, am I wrong? I'm not wrong. No, you're not. Biggest hack in Hollywood. Yes. God fucking. Have you ever seen Sucker Punch? Was that him? God, yeah, it was him. Yeah. God oh, fucking God, Christ. what a bad film. <laughs> it wasn't that good, was it? Wasn't that good? Nope. No, no, no. It was awful. It, it, was, it would have been fine if it didn't take itself so damn seriously. That This is the big thing. Fucking ends with like an emotional monologue and I was just sitting in the cinema. It's the only time of I was sitting in the cinema and I started counting the speakers in the walls because I was so <laughs> fucking bored. <laughs> was it, sorry, was it, was it Zack Snyder who also made Batman boring? Yes. yes. Oh. Yeah, it's... Great. He, he, he managed to suck out of, like, suck the emotions out of any single thing he does. <laughs> the Sucker Punch has so many problems. He's like, oh, it's, like, it's feminist and I'm doing, like, I'm showing strong female characters. Bitch, she got fucking lobotomized. And she was <laughs> yeah. trying to justify her being raped and all this. Can you please not? 
please just just sit in the corner and just shut up. Oh, I hate him. Sorry. Yeah, it was a bad, it was a bad film. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of intrigued about the rest of the album. If it is all a concept album about this, I'm kind of I don't really want to listen to Sticks for an hour, but I'm kind of intrigued to what the actual story would be. Well, I think there's a second song, so we can do a bit of research on that. A second. Passing, I think. Heavy metal poisoning? Okay, for listeners at home, we're now watching Heavy Metal Poisoning by Stick. It's a bit of like Nazi imagery, you know? That's a fascist moustache I've ever seen. One. Yeah, it's pretty fascist. Fascist moustache. <laughs> Bash the tash. Kale looks like an evil Freddie Mercury. Okay, so they're burning albums and guitars. Okay, I guess that's where the whole idea of oh, yeah. we're mocking the, like, the rock hating Christian. Fundamentals or fundamentalist or whatever. Oh, looks kind of like he's an evangelicist. That's the, uh, that's yeah. the idea. Yeah, I mean, if they had a point to make with the video, sorry, with the album, this video makes it much more obvious. <laughs> I think to get, so I'll get the video, you need to watch the other ones. I'm seeing similar links, which is, uh, well, I've just seen Elvis. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Where? Did I miss? Oh yeah, you're a bit ahead, yeah, okay. They look like they're about to storm a Capitol building. Right, so okay, we've established that, Too the, <laughs> that the album is is roughly about... And, uh, so how, how do the how do the fundamentalist Christian anti-music people factor into the robots? Oh, fucking God. <laughs> I think we've lost it. <laughs> he's lost, he's done. How can it be a concept album that jumps from that to robots? I might have to listen to this fucking album, goddammit. Like, my best wager is that the connection between the ro- like robots and, say, heavy metal poisoning or whatever is there, that it's like um, the robots are probably Christian fundamentals, fundamentalists. Yeah. So they're not literally robots, they're just, they're just humans who don't think for themselves. I mean, uh, allegorically, they're probably that. Mm. They just show them, it's like, oh yeah, literal robots. Because they're repeating everything or whatever. That's yeah. my best wager. I'm pulling stuff out of my ass. About although there there is a scene where um, he seems to be on some sort of operating table. Yeah. Which uh, once once again has given me kind of Cybermany vibes. Where yeah, they're like, are they are they about to turn him into a robot? Are they are they brainwashing him to not like music or whatever? But he escapes. He escapes and he runs onto the stage slash museum slash whatever and then turns into a robot. I think the evil robot. No. It's just the idea that it's a conceptual album and the opening track is like a synth pop song and one of the other like three or four whatever um, music videos they released from that uh, allegedly a conceptual album. It's a kind of a heavy metal song. Hmm. How do you go from synth pop to heavy metal in a single album? I did read that basically it's kind of a bit of a David Bowie situation where he's playing a character playing the song. So maybe that's what's going on with the the, the like the full album is like each or maybe not each, but like this song and heavy metal are two different fictional bands within the album. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Neil, are you confused? Because I'm very confused. I, I, yes. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> uh, it just feels like one of those videos that is trying so hard to say stuff. And the moment you try to hold on to the things it's trying to say, it just falls apart because it's just air. It's like chips from McDonald's. It's just air. I'm not a robot without emotions. I'm not what you see. Oh! 
just reading from the, the Wikipedia here. The song tells part of the story of Robert Orrin Charles Kilroy, brackets rock. In the rock o- opera Kilroy was here, the song is performed by Kilroy as played by the played by the keyboardist Danny DeYoung, a rock and roll performer who is placed in a futuristic prison for rock and roll misfits by the anti-rock and roll group Majority for Musical Mortality and its founder Dr. Evitt Righteous, played by guitarist James Young. A doctor, a doctor Hadaway. Just let's call him Doctor Hadaway. <laughs> doctor Hadaway. I, well, that's yeah. This is this is the other thing. Uh, we well, this is the second robot-relating video that we've watched. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but the Hadaway video is better. Oh, that, I love the Hadaway video compared to this. Do, <laughs> do you think though that they are using the same technology that Hadaway invented in his lab? to create these robots. I refuse to believe that Hadaway deliberately did this, but I think they may have taken his technology and turned it into something evil. They're all... A robot is a model of robot which does menial jobs in prison, curious escapes the prison, but overpowering robot prison guard. Okay, so we have uh, the Roboto, which is a model of robot. Okay, hold on. So is it... <laughs> is it... Oh... Did it just... Yes. Did they create a name to just make it sound a bit more Japanese so they can also, like... Uh, uh, it certainly uh, seems that way. So the Roboto was only one mo- model, so there's different... So I wonder what model Hadway's robot was. Machine and Mesh. Clearly. Oh, yeah. Right. So these aren't Machine and Menches, are Robotos. Glad, glad, yeah. Oh, God, this is so far. That clarifies it. <laughs> that clarifies oh, it. Crystal clear. <laughs> Sleep well tonight. Yes. Uh, okay, okay, wait, okay. Just... Focus, there, Focus. Okay, what? so from what you said, put there, so like the robot is a model of robot, robot which does many odd jobs in the prison, but then it's also a prison guard. Is a prison guard a many odd job? I don't think it is. I wouldn't say so. I think that these robots really need to talk to their union representatives. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't sound like a menial task to me. I'm starting to think it's like we are the buddies in the story. <laughs> Robots are like not. Well, here's another part that, that adds to the confusion. There's one point where he's thanking the robot in the lyrics. Thank you for breaking me free and all that stuff but is he referring to the uh, Kilroy I think who, oh, but is Kilroy the evil robot or the singer okay is he referring to the singer dressed as a robot or is he referring to a robot that helped him who cares <laughs> unfortunately I do I don't know why <laughs> um, okay should we like go back to the lyrics and do them line by line is that going to help oh why not it's called from Japanese corner <laughs> Thanks. Um, how is Mister in Japanese? Can you hear me? Yes. The full, the actual Japanese, um, as Nelly has posted there, is a like the word Mister is a romanization of the word Mister because there is no word Mister in Japanese. They use different honorifics, so they, it would it would actually be you know But Mister is there's no word Mister in Japanese, so they've just taken the word Mister and. Romanized it into Japanese characters, so it's actually like M I S U T A, Mister. There's no words like that in Japanese. That is an English word that is being pronounced in Japanese. Ah, okay. Yeah. So they've they've just kind of shoved it in for the effect. Yeah, they've been like, "What is the word Mister in Japanese?" And then it's come out with that, and they've gone, "Okay, cool." And without having the knowledge to go, "There's no word Mister in Japanese language right. because <laughs> they have different honorifics depending on your station. So you, sometimes it's San, sometimes it's Sama, depending on like your relationship to the person, rather than Mister." Cool. That clarifies that. This is why he's a teacher because he can actually explain shit. Thank you, Scott from from Japanese. Linguistics corner. <laughs> what corner will he have next week? Find out. <laughs> so we're going back to the lyrics. Okay, so which part of the lyrics confuses you, Dave? Maybe we can work through it together. Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, mainly verse two. Uh, I've got a secret. It's, I've been hiding under my skin. My heart is human. My blood is boiling. My brain, IBM. If you see me, so if you see me acting strangely, don't be surprised. I'm just a man who needed someone and somewhere to hide to keep me alive, to keep me alive, somewhere to hide, to keep me alive. That makes it sound. Uh, mm. Well, even the two half of the lyrics make it sound different, actually. Because I'm like, does that? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Just gives me a bit of like data vibes, like human body kind of, but IBM yeah, brain. It's just a man. It just it's just a special man who needs someone and somewhere to hide to keep me alive. He's just a man with parts from Japan. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> then uh, verse three is uh, I'm not a robot without emotions. I'm not what you see. So that suggests that he looks like a robot. I've come mm. to help you with your problems so we can be free. I'm not a hero. I'm not a saver. Forget what you know. I'm just a man whose circumstances were beyond his control. So he's he's an unwilling participant in the robot army thing. But so he was a cy- he was cyborg, but not like cyberman, <laughs> but doesn't want to be. Still, like was not completely. Wasn't that the plot from a Doctor Who episode? Sounds like it would be. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mister Roboto, for doing the jobs nobody wants. Yikes! I kind of interpreted jobs no one wanted as just like they were using the robots to do like menial labor and stuff like that. Cool, but where did humans then in all this? Which is why it doesn't make any sense because the humans seem to be fighting the robots but if the robots are doing mini menial labor for them why are they fighting them oh hold on the problem's plain to see too much technology machines to save our lives machines dehumanize kind of reminds me of the plot of total annihilation if you ever played that i have not played total annihilation no basically the people wind up converting getting converted to to robots but then the people who've been turned into robots start fighting the people who are don't want to get turned into robots so maybe that's what's going on. I'm still confused about that, like, <laughs> machines to save our lives, machines dehumanize. I, is it just like all, this, all those machines and they do both? Through whatever they're doing with the machines to save the humans, maybe they're losing their humanity in the process. Like maybe they need some cybernetic enhancement to survive whatever's going on in the world. But what has that to do with the, the rest of the lyrics? I'd, uh, I give up. <laughs> Shall we? Are they... Shall we I move give on? Up. I'm sorry, guys. Yes, I give up. <laughs> I think we've got to play, George. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I can't. What, what, what episode are we up to? 16? Episode 16 has officially broken us. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed. And now we need to stand in a quiet room for half an hour. Bye. We'll be back once we get our cybernetic enhancements installed, <laughs> which may or may not remove our humanity or may or may not make us menial fucking slave robots and may or may not cause some sort of uprising in the prison break. And why does it all end in them going to a gig? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Dave. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Don't okay. Know. Let's do it. Instant dad before we move on. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just not. I am not a fan of rock opera, Sticks, and this song. This video is as dull as Dishwasher, which matches the song perfectly. The song almost had me for a split second, with its dystopian themes and what almost felt like nods to Blade Runner. Two things I love, but it didn't deliver and ultimately fell flat. It's repetitive, it's very dark and does nothing for me. I won't be singing this in the shower. As you can tell by the mental breakdown I've just had during this episode, this video made my fucking head hurt. It's it's a decent looking... Sort of Blade Runner ripoff, like Neil was saying. And the leading man seems to put in quite a good performance as a flamboyant rock opera frontman. But 
I couldn't for the life of me figure out what the fuck was going on. Despite having an explanation on Wikipedia, it still doesn't fucking add up. Picture me as the meme of the guy with all the red string and the board trying to work out a conspiracy and going slowly mental. That's what I, yeah. <laughs> I've never been a fan of sticks, but this song is particularly bad. Although the video, in my humble opinion at least, deserves to be in the so bad is good category, nothing is really redeemable. And overall, it can be viewed as a pretty racially insensitive video by our, mo our modern standards. Although to be fair, so can for a lot of other songs from this era, uh, turning Japan Japanese and looking at you. But the cheese is so stringy, you almost can't avert your eyes. However you should, this sucks ass. So my favorite moment is the cool uh, matte painting slash model at 3 minutes 25 seconds. That's pretty much it. That's the bit where he's kind of coming out of the prison in the airplane things, like looking for him, isn't it? Yeah, I still can't figure out whether it's a model or a matte painting. Um, I think it might be matte painting, but it looks pretty nice. Yeah. It's really well yeah, done. It's hard to tell in our 240p YouTube video, but, uh, but yeah, it was quality. pretty cool. I did appreciate yeah. that as well. And my worst moment is just the general fetishization of Japanese culture. My, my favourite moment was uh, four minutes in after whatever has happened has happened. Uh, the lead singer screams in a blazing falsetto into a clearly unhappy robot's ear and you just see the robot eventually just sort of swat him off like a fly. I find that hilarious. Uh, and the worst moment was two minutes, ten seconds, a disappointing lack of commitment to doing the robot because he kind of starts doing the robot but he just does one arm movement and then stops. I'm actually doing the robot right now. But yeah, he didn't commit to doing the robot, which is disappointing. Uh, favourite part, same as Nelly. That, that one scene got me excited. <laughs> But it it lasted for what like four seconds and then disappointment afterwards. The worst part. Oh, the, the song was too long. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. Just too long. It, it all, actually, at, I think at the four four and a half five minutes. Like it could have cut a minute. The thing is, though, at the end, interesting stuff started to happen. So that should have been in before that cut. So yeah, it was too mm. long, and the ending should have been. A minute before the end of the actual song. <laughs> the shorter version, I mean. Total side rant, but I think I mentioned this earlier, but I watched the first Blade Runner for the first time in like 10 years last night. Yeah. Oh my God, what a fucking good film. It's good, isn't it? I know, I know everyone knows that. It's so morally grey, I love it. Yeah, we watch it occasionally, every, like once a year or so. That in 2001. I or no for this video? No. <laughs> Hell no. no. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, it's a no from the very depth of my soul. <laughs> from the depth of my soul to you, listeners, who can email us at gonetofarcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts and any recommendations for videos. Look at the show notes for links to Instagram. An email, dollar jazz twitter. <laughs> oh, oh, are you okay? If you're do, enjoying do, the do podcast, you... please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast player of choice. If you're enjoying the podcast, please a bad review to my report because it's a really bad video and song. Say goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye, Bye. everyone. Bye. And <laughs> cut. <laughs> that oh. <laughs> oh god yeah that one nearly broke me fucking hell